How do you know this? That's what I do. I drink and I know things. Truth is, <laughs> I am Iron Man. Rose? Well, we're going, we don't need roads. When people ask you what happened here, tell them the North remembers. And here we go. Welcome to Not Another Movie Pod. I'm Zach Williamson with Ross Cutsforth and Luke Goosens today. And we're talking The Five Bloods, directed by Spike Lee. And we're going to have a couple news topics, some of them being Marvel's Avengers New Game and a little tenant update before we get into our review. What's up, pod listeners, too? Today we're talking The Five Bloods, me and Luke right now. Ross may join us at some point. We'll see. He's running late. He's running a little late. We're going to do some news topics, though, first, if we can find anything that seems remotely worth talking about. Look at this text I just sent you, this picture, from that new Marvel's Avengers game. Oh, this is a video game? Yeah. Whoa. What the fuck? (laughs) Look at the Hulk, dude. It looks like... (laughs) The Hulk looks like... (laughs) This is who I thought he looked like. It looks like Simple Jack and Hulk had a baby... And this is the baby they had. <laughs> simple Jack haircut. This, this is the first dude I thought of when I seen it. Oh my god, dude. <laughs> Black Widow, I don't know. At least they fixed her chin, man, before she... Her chin? What you talking about? Look her up when she looked like a Shrek character. Uh, Here, I'll find one. They changed her chin, at least. Black Widow looking like a Shrek character? <laughs> hey, I Google that. I actually might work. Oh, shit, dude. She looks like fucking... Come on, dude. She doesn't look that bad. I mean, kind of, yeah. I don't think she looks like that full, but she has, like, the chin. Oh, you're just saying how fucking wide that chin is? <laughs> it's a big-ass chin, yeah. Yeah. She looks like... I guess it's kind of like the chin from, like, Joe from Family Guy. Just yeah. huge. So they fixed that, so that looks good. Her fit looks cool. I don't know about Thor. She doesn't look that much like Lord Farquaad. <laughs> Just cousins. But who's this electric lady on the right? Oh, that is... She's Miss Marvel, basically. She's inspired by Captain Marvel. So she'll be the next whatever. But she's hella, like, elastic, stretches out and stuff. What the fuck? Is that a real thing? That That's canon? That's, like, a character? Yeah. Yeah, she'll probably make an entry in the MCU at some point. Oh. <laughs> the Hulk with the fucking... Dude, that's exactly the same fucking person. Oh, my God. What are you looking at? The fucking text you just sent me. I know. That was the, this guy from the meme. I don't know what the name of this meme is. He's like the stock photo guy. Yeah. Old stock white guy old, from... Stock old guy. Yeah, dude. He looked, That was the first thing I thought of when I zoomed in on his face. Thor looks aight. Thor's looking better. He looked. His beard looks better, at least. Before, it looked like they photoshopped it on. Yeah, and Iron Man, I do not like his face. His eyes look cool. I, he I looks can't like tell the it. dude from, you know that, that old-ass fucking movie, was it called Metropolis or something like that? He kind of looks like that robot. Metropolis. I'm about to look it up. It's man. like a 19 fucking 20s film or some shit like that. Yeah, that's a throwback. That's a hundred year old movie. Oh, dude, it's ancient. I can't. You'd have to show me. I Googled Metropolis Robot and. I got it. Oh, wait, 1927 film? Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. I was going to say it kind of looks like an old design of C3PO, even a little. 
Yeah, kind of. That's just the robot I thought of right off the top of my dome when I seen it. Yeah, like, the, have you seen the old school C-3PO design before, like, he had his current face? The concept art? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I know, it doesn't look as good. I it, Compared to the MCU version, definitely not. It's hard when they just make video game characters, but then try to make them semi-similar to the movie, like the characters that you're used to. It's like the Walmart brand version. <laughs> really, dude, it's hard to hate because the studio makes good, they make pretty good video games, the people who are making this game, Square Enix, mm-hmm. but... Yeah, you're right. Like, why didn't they just pay for the for the likeness? Likeliness? Is it likeness? Yeah. Likeness, I think. Damn, we're such dumbasses. Why don't we know this off top of our head? Damn, <laughs> no, I gotta check. Likeness. No, yeah. No, people shouldn't listen to us. RD, RDJ probably was like 100 mil if you want to use me. Damn, dude. What a douchebag. I bet he would have got racks probably. Probably. Them, though, because yeah. even Chris Hemsworth's getting racks for Thor 4. It's probably He's just getting, it's probably just too expensive to do all of them. Yeah, I bet I bet just for their faces, those five six man characters, that's easily a hundred million in, in <laughs> likeness. They should have like done all those characters, but just put a mustache on all of them. You know, so it's like we're not using you, dude. Like this they is a different are. person, <laughs> brother. <they're- laughs> this is just a guy with this is a mustache. You know? Yeah. No, it's not you. Calm down. <laughs> They're straight up knockoff versions, man. Have you seen Captain America too? Wait, what? Captain America? Yeah, let me show you what he first looked like before they changed him. What do you mean? Oh, yeah, I played this demo, right? It's not that good. Oh, I can't find the original version of him. Here's what he here's what he like he currently looks like. He actually looks pretty good now. Originally he kind of looked off somehow. This is what he looks like now? Yeah. But that's what he looked like. Used to look like. Holy <laughs> I think fuck. Whoa, wait. No, this is the old Black Widow, so this must be what he used to look like, huh? Oh, yeah, I guess. The armor is so bulky. Yeah, it is. His suit is thicker than Iron Man's. He looks like one of these cops in these SWAT gear, man. Straight up, dude. Damn, that's not good. (laughs) Yeah, just too much protection. How do you even move in that shit? Iron Man looks fat. (laughs) He looks like... Punk, I don't even know. And his hairline is whack, dude. (laughs) He's like balding on the sides a little bit, and he's got a widow's peak coming in hard. Yeah. Doesn't he look too young? No, dude. He looks like he's about to sell you a car. (laughs) Yeah, that's it. That's perfect. I don't trust him. He definitely smokes cigarettes. (laughs) I don't trust that fucking Iron Man, dude. That's what I was saying, man. For one second. They should have just said, all right, if we're not getting RDJ, we got to just get rid of him. For real. Honestly, like, or just never have him take his mask off, you know, like have him be secondary. He's like an anonymous Iron Man. Build it around someone else, dude. Yeah. I agree, man. This Captain America looks old, though. (laughs) Is that me? No, I agree. He looks... I don't know what he looks like, dude. I don't even know what to compare him to. Me neither. He's just average Joe. He, exactly. He just looks like your standard my player character. Yeah. Yeah, for real. I hate describing people like that, you know, people who look like me. Oh, you know, white, brown hair, average height. There's literally no outstanding characteristics. <laughs> yeah, how are you going to describe this guy? He's just your average fucking guy, you know? Uh, 
Damn. That's so funny. Fuck. I hate doing that and be like, oh, you know, uh, five foot 11, fucking brown hair, white. All right. That's everyone I fucking know. Yeah, a lot of people. That's See, when they even do police reports on these fuckers, it's like, well, you just named everyone. For real. <laughs> All right, I don't want. We do want to talk more about this game anymore. Takes no, dude. <laughs> all we're doing is trashing it. All I'm doing is trashing it. We're done. Uh, so, when's Tenant coming out? We haven't talked about Tenant in a minute, have we? So, no. What happened was they pushed Tenant back, and in its place, they're releasing Inception. Actually, what? They re-releasing Inception because it's a 10 year anniversary on that date. Or the day after, so that's why they're doing that. They're, they're going to have it in theaters, mm-hmm. and they're going to have a sneak peek because theaters are going to be open by then. But I guess not all of them. I guess that's why they moved back two weeks, just to be really sure that everyone's going to be back by end of July in theaters. So it's really starting to look like this could be the first big movie that comes out this year, and that's pretty hype. We've never seen anything like this where there's a movie that it's going to have every screen. And people might not show up because of coronavirus. Everyone might show up and not give a fuck because people aren't just aren't even caring anymore. They opened up SF now again to just have restaurants and stuff open and and you can have bars outside and stuff and it's packed. You can't even get in anywhere without a fat weight. So I think theaters are going to fill up for this. Wait, you talking about right now? I'm talking about right here in SF right now. Damn. Theaters aren't open here until end of July, though. So that's why one of the reasons why they pushed it Dude, back. Dude, I haven't been to a sit-down restaurant in a minute. I am ready to get my fucking grub on. And they got all these outdoor ones right now. Dude, the second that happens, I'm going to get fucked up. <laughs> right? Exactly. That's... Fuck yeah. I'll tip that server fatty style, too. That's what I'm saying, too. I've been even tipping when I get delivery and stuff. Or not, sorry, not delivery. When I just go pick up stuff. Because, damn, you have to work during all this. That really sucks. Dude, I have been untouched by COVID, knock on wood. I can't even believe that. That's crazy. Too. Well, you fucking touch, dude. I do what I fucking want. Fuck COVID. <laughs> <laughs> Famous last words. We can have them on air. <laughs> and then I die. Fucking respiratory failure. No, dude, I'm not fucking obese. I'm not dying from COVID. <laughs> That'd be the shit I'd put. I'd write it on your grave for you. <laughs> Fuck you, dude. <laughs> anyway, what were we saying? Tenant? Oh. oh, yeah, tenant. Oh, sorry. I interrupted you. Keep going. I think. What are you going to say? Go for it. I mean, I I just have like little details to add because, you know, me and you attend at this point. I don't need to know anything else about it. Like, I'm going to see. I don't know anything else about it, dude, just in case it's kind of spoils it or something, you know? I know. I've have not read any article that tried to break down any of the trailers. I'm going in trying just not to know anything. You got all these actors who said that. One guy said it was like doing a jigsaw puzzle or something. It was like doing a crosswords puzzle, the New York Times crosswords puzzle every day to try to figure out what the script meant. That's cool. <laughs> like, but isn't, <laughs> isn't that sketchy? Like, imagine signing on to a role and you have no idea. You just assume it's going to be even good, you know, and you don't even know what the fuck's going on. Yeah, but dude, trust the process. You got to trust Christopher Nolan. He's giving them the information he needs to give them, and they're going to do the job. If they weren't doing a good job and seeing out Christopher Nolan's vision, then he wouldn't fucking have released it now, dude. I trust them, dude. I ain't. Why would I be scared about that? It's like an exciting risk, too, because you got Kenneth Bernard, who's a director and a writer. Who? And he said. 
Kenneth Bernard. He's the one who, who's acting in this movie. He's kind of like the guy that they're framing as one of the villains of the story, but he oh. could not be a villain. You know, we don't even know what really what who's bad and who's good in this movie. Oh, I know who you're talking about. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he said he read the script. He said he's never read a, reread a script more in his entire 40 years of working. <laughs> <laughs> and he said every day, exactly, that he was just trying to figure out what was really going on. He said he was reading every day. What goes on in Christopher Nolan's head, dude? He literally is like the smartest person on that set. Right. Like, and how can you be smarter than like 400 people? You're just the smartest guy out of one out of 400, you know, any given day. Fuck. That's, other, that's also why... They, they only pushed it back two weeks instead of pushing it back months is because I'm sure they're all thinking, damn, we need to get this movie out now. There's details out there. Script details are going to start leaking. Oh. Remember Game of Thrones and everything, Star Wars, everything started leaking a month before the movie came out. That's crazy. Yeah, they should sign like some agreements or something. They shouldn't be allowed to just leak that shit. They do. All these people signed agreements, but then think about if you're – it's fucked up, but think about if you are a low-level employee there and you're not making any money right now because of coronavirus and someone comes to you and is like, I'll give you ten, twenty thousand dollars $20,000 to leak this shit. Tell me, tell me what you know. <laughs> tell me what you know. But I, I bet, and the thing is like, it, some of that stuff will probably leak too or it has leaked. I haven't really looked into any of that because I don't want to know anything, but... They had those those massive set pieces on every – they said every continent they filmed on, they had massive set pieces. No one does this kind of shit yeah. for movies. And so it would be hard if stuff eventually doesn't come out because you probably have a lot of people on those sets for stunts and like people fucking explosions and shit. Dude, who knows? So, <laughs> Dude, time out. If these actors couldn't fucking figure out what the fuck was going on in the movie and they're in the majority of the scenes, how the fuck is some low-level person going to even know what the fuck is going on? <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm you saying. Know? They, so it's not they that only big know, deal. They might only know a chunk about one part of the movie, not. Because it seems like he hasn't really given out the script to a lot of the actors even. We don't really even know. I'm sure John David Washington, of course, had the script every day. He's the star of the movie. But Sir Michael Caine, he only got his own scenes. That was it. They only gave him his own scenes. Robert Pattinson said he didn't even know what was going on for the first two months of filming. Or he didn't know until the last two months of filming. Something like that. He could be fucking with us too. But he, it sounded like he said at one point he asked John David Washington if this is what his character was. I don't know. And he, I don't even know what he's referring to. Maybe like good guy, bad guy, or what his motive is and all that. And John David Washington just looked at him like he was fucking crazy. He had no idea what they had been doing. Oh, so neither of them knew. No, John David Washington knew, but he looked at Robert Pattinson like, dude, this is what you've been thinking is going on this whole time? Oh. Fuck. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's crazy. But I thought John David Washington was saying he didn't know what the fuck was going on either. I think he said that at to start. He had to really talk to Christopher Nolan to try to understand. But someone like Robert Pattinson, he only got to read the script one time locked in a room and he had a time limit for the time he could read it to then decide if he was going to take the role or not. And you're not going to say no, you know? You're not going to say no to a Nolan movie. That's some fucking FBI espionage shit right there. You hear about these movies, too, where they only have digital scripts that you read it once and then it just vanishes. And Whoa. That's crazy. Right? I don't know that's if you like did that. That's like that fucking... Oh, that shit from Harry Potter where it, you fucking read it once and then it goes away. Or... Yeah. That is some Harry Potter-ass shit. Matrix shit. I don't even know. 
Yeah, some fuck shit. So much stuff got moved back to. I forgot to talk. Matrix Four got moved to 2022. Uh, that's a long time. Yeah, like a year. Why, a, a year back. I. They must have a do lot these more. Studios have a lineup then of when they're gonna release shit. Yeah, they do. So, so Tenet. Warner Bros. is coming back with Tenet. That's their launching movie. It seems at this point, and that's. What they've been doing for some of the movies that came out before that, they own the rights to Scooby-Doo and they released that Scooby-Doo movie. They put that on digital because you can still make money. It's kids, you know, kids buy that movie and then they have it to just watch forever. Yeah. And they have Wonder Woman too. And Wonder Woman got pushed back already. Guillermo del Toro's making a Pinocchio film. Yeah. That's going to be fucking dark. It's going to be good though, but it is going to be. Dude, Pinocchio is a dark story, man really think about it all those kids on the island are still fucking donkeys right i think it's the animated version right he's gonna do but it's gonna be dark oh it's animated actually should we double check this it's on netflix is it animated like cartoon animated or is it animated like uh, beowulf animation or avatar animation i was thinking more like stop motion you know what i mean stop motion film I think that's what he always wanted to do, right? He's been wanting to make a Pinocchio movie for 10 years now. With like ever clay? Since, like with clay and shit? I think that would be like stop motion would be even anything. It doesn't have to just be clay, right? It could just be like fucking figures and Coraline style. I guess that would be claymation. It could be like puppets. <laughs> let me look. That's I'm, what let he's me doing? Google it. I thought this it. was going to be some... Oh. Stop motion animated. Dark fantasy musical. Huh. Based off the 1883 novel. So he's going back to the source, not any Disney. Yeah, so it's going to be dark. And Ewan McGregor is Jiminy Cricket. They don't have someone cast for Pinocchio yet, but they got big names. Christoph Waltz is... Yeah, dude, that fucking guy, the great Stromboli or whatever, he's a fucking douche. Right? Yeah, man. He's a dark motherfucker. I know. So that fits... It's like a dark fantasy story. It really is. in its... Conception, yes. don't you agree? It's kind of like all these yeah. Disney stories; they're all built off dark stories, pretty much. And Disney did their little spin on it. Semi happy, but yeah, yeah. I'd say some of them are happy, and some of them are still dark. Like I rewatched Hunchback of Notre Dame the other day. That movie's pretty dark, dude, for a kids' movie. I I haven't seen that in a minute. Guy gets his mom killed at the beginning, and he's just getting bullied the entire movie. Mm-hmm. And there's like gypsies and stuff, and they're horrible to them. <laughs> gypsies? <laughs> Wait, oh, oh, the hunchback? Yeah. I thought you said you were talking about Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> no, dude, I said the hunchback of Notre Dame. Damn, am I tripping balls right now? <laughs> dude, that, uh, what's that chick's name? She's the baddest Disney chick. Oh, I was about to say, that's the 100% hands down easy money. Yeah. Agreed. I don't remember her name. Looking it up. I don't know her name, but she she deserves to have her name known. Gypsy Esmeralda. Daniel says it's Esmeralda. Yep, Esmeralda. They do a live action of that. They got to give that justice. For real, dude. That's going to be tough. You'd have to cast a model who can act. Straight up. Yeah, no, dude. Okay, yeah. Hunchback of Notre Dame. I seen that with Natalie the other fucking day. Dark, huh? And there's a lot of religious undertones, too, that was weird. And fucking, what's his name? The priest-ass dude? Fuck that guy. All he wants to do is smash Esmeralda. 
Right? That's creepy. It's creepy as fuck, dude. He's like 80. Dude, that movie, that's what I'm saying, man. He's like giving her an ultimatum, like, you can either fuck me or die. Like, what the fuck? I know. That movie was fucked up, man. Yeah, that movie was fucked up. I think they're talking about making a live action one of those, too. That's going to be dark. How do you do any sort of Disney? You know, that's a tough one to do, modern day. You think they'd cast someone that has that? Has, oh. Otherwise cancel culture will come from it wouldn't be that realistic they do pretty good shit with makeup these days after seeing the five bloods i don't know about that dude jesus that was the shittiest fucking makeup i've ever seen in my life (laughs) yeah i'm about ready to talk to that it's been 30 minutes ross not i never want to see that fucking shit again should we just talk we start talking to five bloods yeah (laughs) let's do it so that's all we got for the news topics Ross going to join us on our Defy Bloods review. If you want more content, go check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash notanothermoviepod. We're in the middle of our series where we're doing the Targaryen history, getting ready for the next TV show. Our series is going to end up being 20 to 30 episodes long. We're about eight episodes, nine episodes in right now, just getting up on the Dance of the Dragons, which is a Targaryen civil war. Very crazy part, possibly what they're going to do in the show. So if you want to sign up, again, go to patreon.com slash not another movie pod all right specifically the makeup because that's what we were talking about what would you are you talking about at the very end of the movie the makeup or are you talking about yes yes okay talking about the very end of the movie where they're fucking trying to be 20 year olds but they look like disfigured fucking lepers dude the guy the little guy the one who hopped on the we're talking full spoilers by the way listeners if you haven't oh, seen yeah. the, the five bloods stop pause this Go watch it right now. Overall, pretty great movie. Specifically, one performance that I'm going to talk about that I thought was insanely good. Go watch it. Come back and listen. Okay, so the guy who hops on the grenade, he looked like a fucking mummy. Like his face looked like it was falling off the makeup. Dude, all of them look so bad. So (laughs) fucking bad, dude. (laughs) I see that. (laughs) And fucking... uh, uh, what's the name of the dude who plays uh, Norman? Shit, let me look up. Chala? King, Pause one sec. Oh, you're talking about Chadwick Boseman? Chadwick Boseman. Fuck, dude. Just him, the only person that looks normal. And then the other fucking four look like fucking lepers, dude. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's so bad. Like a, so- a, Do you say a leper? Yeah, the people who got shit falling off of them during the Bible. <laughs> yeah. And you know, they're, exactly. they're losing, they're missing like six fingers, only got fucking four, three on one side, one on the other. Fucking. They look like Palpatine, man. Yeah, eye popped out, fucking ear falling off. Black shit. Palpatine. That's what that guy looked like. Shit falling off his face. Leprosy, that kind of shit. That's what I'm talking about. Yes. Okay. I got you now. <laughs> Dude, I agree, man. That. I, I was willing to give it a pass because I was like, well, fuck. I'm, I'm sure Netflix didn't open the bag for Spike Lee like they did Martin Scorsese. Like, how could you not just take a couple million? I gave that a pass too. But that, when I saw that, I was like, don't, if you're going to do that, don't even fucking include it. Don't even include that stupid fuck it. And, and it was only like two seconds. I thought it was kind of cool how they had the old, the old dudes as back. You know what I'm saying? I don't know how to explain that. How do you, how do you, what, what do you call that? 
it's a that'd be like flashback scenes. Yeah, how they had them still old in the flashback scene. So the first time that they popped up, I thought it was a little bit jarring to see them all old again because the whole time they were fucking running around fighting. I'm like, are they still old or are they someone else that really looks like them? Oh, you're thinking it's some type of fucking trippy shit going on in the movie or what? It was more like, did they use de-aging on these guys or did they cast them? And I was trying to figure out. It was just kind of jarring at first because I think that for those scenes, you didn't necessarily need them to be in it. So they could have maybe done some young guys because, dude, Storm and Norman, he just looks hella young. And you know right off the bat that something happens to this guy. Why is he the only young one? They hadn't even, I don't think they had said that he was dead yet at this point. Yeah, they had. Did they? When they all first met in the lobby of that hotel. Oh, they said something about Storm and Norman, right? Yeah, they said something about the five bloods. And they're like, and then he's like, but Norm, like, recipes normal. I forget exactly what he said, but. I thought they said that there'll be five and then he'll show up as, I think, I don't remember. They, they, re- okay. they made a reference to that one of the five bloods was missing. So obviously he's dead. And they all went to Vietnam. So obviously, time Vietnam. Like, it was pretty fucking. It was, yeah, you could put two and two together. Okay. I got what you're saying. I was just saying that I thought it was a little jarring seeing him all young and then they were all old running around together. That was the only thing. That yeah, was the I only guess thing. at first I was like, what the fuck? And then I kind of got used to it. But yeah. Oh, the- the next time I just accepted it. I didn't, it didn't bother me after the first one, but that was something that I was talking to Danielle about and she didn't like it at all. She thought it was really jarring and they didn't need to do it. But I got used to it or I figured that from a, a writing and a directing standpoint, well, one, they came out and straight up said, we just, he didn't get, he didn't get the money for that. You didn't get an extra hundred million for that kind of stuff. But I figured that was oh, it. Really? When I saw the, the budget was 50 million for this movie, 40 to 50 million, which is one of his biggest budgets for a movie ever, a Spike Lee movie. Oh, really? Spike Lee joint. Yeah. Oh. And they didn't do... That was one of his biggest budgets ever, and it felt like it was under budget. Right. Yeah. That's what I'm saying, too. I'm sure he tried to get more money, but Netflix put pressure on him. And that was the thing, too. Well, why wouldn't you give Spike Lee more money if he thinks that that's what will make his movie better? But you'd give that... You'd pay that out for Martin Scorsese with these old motherfuckers, like old, old... These guys, at least, they moved pretty good for being old. (laughs) Uh, okay, this is this what what leads into my other point, dude. These action fight scenes fucking suck, dude. They were just cheesy, like the fucking. Are you talking about throwbacks? All the all the cutback scenes, yeah. The, all, all the, the cutbacks, okay. Them in combat, just cheesy, bad effects. Not like it has to be fucking exactly. The helicopter looked like ass. Yeah, the helicopter looked horrible. That's what I was about to say when they were flying in originally. So remember, that's what I was going to say to you originally too, was that they flew in the helicopter I thought didn't look great. I was like, damn, they should have thrown some more money at that shit. Or like, All the gunfire was super cheesy. It almost looked like YouTube, some YouTube fucking effect gunfire. All these guys were shooting and like holding their gun at, at the hip like this was the fucking 1980s and we're watching stupid ass Rambo. Jesus, fucking make it a little realistic. I wonder if he was trying to make fun of Rambo and stuff like that with that. Because the way he filmed that style, those scenes, every the camera... You're watching the screen and the camera shrinks. The angle changed. Remember how it was full screen and then it was it was full oh, screen? Oh, and it goes like this? Yeah, and it's I liked how they did that because then it made it feel like a throwback movie for that part. Does but that it was happen just, in Rambo? I can't remember if that happens in Rambo. I don't think it does. I think it was more his style trying to say, like, this is how movies would look like back in the 70s and 80s and shit. Maybe that's what he was trying to do or just trying to really help paint it that this is supposed to be a long time ago because you're seeing all these old dudes 
running around with, with Chadwick Boseman. Yeah, it was just kind of goofy, honestly. Yeah. That, the whole the first half of the movie was kind of goofy until shit started getting crazy and weird and dark. And then it was like, oh, damn, okay, this is interesting. What's going on here? Yeah, first half of the movie is, I thought there was good character development, though. They really, I felt like I understood all the characters by we got to that halfway point that you're talking about where it takes a turn for sure, like the last hour, hour and a half of the movie. But they were building up their friendship really well. Like Even when they all met, it felt very natural from all the acting standpoints. Yeah, it did. And I love how he would always throw in... He was doing history lessons throughout the movie, too, and I love when he does that kind of oh, shit. Oh, yeah. He did that in The Black Klansman, too. I like oh, yeah. It was the same style of filming as Black's Klansman, and I loved it. I enjoyed from the filmmaking aspect, and I was willing to give a pass to even what we were just talking about because I was thinking he must have been not been able to get the budget that he would have need to do like a full-scale war movie. You need, like, if we compare that to any movie, what was the last one, 1917? That was a $100 million movie almost. So you need that kind of money if you really want to pull off proper war scenes. So that was, I was okay with giving a pass to that. It was kind of weird. In hindsight, they could have done younger actors for all that stuff, and it would have worked with me. But I think what he was trying to do, too, was say, this is kind of them reliving it or projecting themselves as older back into that. Or to say that, it's never ended for them. They've always been like this to paint it picture that they are still the same people as back then because it's never, they've never been able to escape what happened with that. Like their mind's still in Vietnam. Well, that and then coming back and still just being treated horribly, even though you just went and fought for your country. Like that guy said, he did three tours over there and he still felt he was even treated worse after. And he volunteered and he thought that's what he was supposed to do for his country to try to get a place in this country. And they still don't get that. And I loved all the tiebacks and showing all the, the first black man to win a medal of honor. I had no idea that that happened. That's something that they don't teach in school. Mm-hmm. So there was just a lot of stuff. And I think maybe, maybe they were trying to do, how do his platoon film? Do you remember how the style of platoon was filmed? Maybe he was trying to go for that. Cause I know that platoon no, was dude. one of the, one of the influences on this movie and how black people weren't really treated. They weren't really given a spotlight in those kind of movies, for example, when there was a lot of them. I don't know. I feel like this is, this movie was more like apocalypse now. I fuck. I need to watch that one, man. I haven't seen it as Martin Sheen goes deeper. Okay. So it's, it's pretty much about, I remember, I remember when you told me this says basically he's kind of like you compared it to Ad Astra and how he's trying to figure out, he's trying to solve something by keep going deeper into this, yeah. Yeah. I need to rewatch it because I need to watch it because you keep telling me about it. Yeah. At the beginning, when they were in the club, they had Apocalypse Now on the big screen, you know, behind the DJ. And in the then, movie? Yeah. Oh, well, then, of course. Yeah, dude. He must have totally been drawn that? by that. No, I, I guess I missed that. But you're right. Then he probably was. That was probably one of Spike Lee's movies that he likes, and he was trying to do something like that. As they go deeper and deeper into the forest, more fucked up shit starts happening to them, and they get crazier and crazier, and they stop thinking about, they stop being like... Bloods. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they stop being bloods. <laughs> yeah. They start becoming more individualized. They were supposed to all take the money back and and spread it to all these organizations and give it back to their community. and. Each one of them, besides, what was his name? The dude that died from the... Um, Explosion. From the mine. What was his name? Delroy Lindo. He was Paul. He was the he was the Trump supporter one, the one with the severe PTSD. Then Jonathan Majors, 
he plays David, he plays his son. And you should watch The Last Black Man in SF if you haven't seen that because he's in it and he's so good in the role. This guy is an upcoming actor for sure. He's also going to be in Jordan Peele's next TV project. He's doing J.J. Abrams, the sci-fi show later this year on HBO. So that's a good role for him. And Clark Peters was Otis. So are you talking about Norm then? Or sorry, Eddie? I am talking about Eddie. Yes, Norm Lewis. Norm Lewis. Yeah, he was... and. It sounded like in the end, he really needed the money, man. He was fronting. He was trying to put on this front that he had all this stuff. I guess he wasn't fronting. Okay, but they all ended up wanting to really to take the money for themselves, you know? Yeah, definitely. But they I'm all saying like, express that. I don't think he did though, right? Like you were saying, he didn't not at Eddie, that point. Yeah. He was the only one. And once he died, it was kind of just free for all. Yeah, free for all. Everything went to shit. And so as they're going through this fucking adventure, they all get crazier and crazier. And especially Paul, which is kind of the same thing as Apocalypse Now, as they head deeper and deeper into this jungle, you know, they're getting crazier shits happening and crazier shits happening. And they're getting closer to the Colonel Kurtz. Mm-hmm. You about to spoil the whole movie again? <laughs> Did I spoil it for you? <laughs> That's why I was trying to... It's, it's not a big deal, but it was more like I was trying to remember all the details so that when I watched it, I was like, all right, I don't remember any of this shit that Luke, Luke told me. <laughs> you're going to forget anyway. You'll forget. You're not going to watch it, dude. Let's yes, I real. will, man. It's on my <laughs> list of, I'm going through all the old movies that are considered classics. I want to start going through more of Spike Lee's movies now too, because I've only seen probably three or four. The only two that before this that really stick out in my mind that I remember very well were Malcolm X, which is the last movie Delroy Lindo was in. That was a Spike Lee movie. Delroy Lindo is Paul. And yeah, Black Klansman was the last two. And Black Klansman was... When I am look back on that year, I really think that it should have won Best Picture over The Green Book. The Green Book was a good movie. I, I it was know. a good movie, but it's not. it wasn't the best movie. It didn't send the message that Black Klansman... I remember when they got to the end of that movie and it showed the whole part of how everything is still the exact same. Black people are still being fucked with like that. Oh, yeah. And yeah. tied it back to the future, and it, I didn't expect that to happen at all in the movie, and it worked so well, and I was like, damn, this is so real. Shit, how it is back then is still basically the same. Yeah. yeah, and it's fucked up. And it feels relevant even now, that movie, Black Klansman. So after the Green Book and all that stuff came out about how the guy basically made up everything, he made up their friendship and all this other stuff, it just feels oh, fake. Oh, what? Yeah, dude. It's basically fucking not real. What? That's for real? Like, what? They're not for real? Dude, his whole family came out and said that the the guy that Mahershal Ali, his family came out and said that they were never buddy-buddy like that. He was just an employee, and he had a good relationship with his family, and he didn't teach him how to eat fried chicken or any shit like that. He was like, are you serious? They were like, are you serious? You didn't think he had that stuff? <laughs> that was like one of the things is one of his brothers even said. So it doesn't have the same resonance with me. I didn't know that. Yeah, dude. Well, then, yeah, fuck that shit. Oh, that's such a bummer. It is a good movie. I agree. I thought it was a good movie, and I thought it had a good message. But then well, now it's like they, a trash movie. I know. Well, that's what I'm saying. Because it I seems like it, it's fucking like it actually happened. Right? That's what they based. It made it sound like the whole movie was based on a true story. And Viggo Mortensen and Mahershala Ali were killing it the entire time. And I was like, damn, this is such a cool buddy-buddy story. Because I thought it was real. And now it turns out it wasn't, man. And the guy... No. Fuck that movie then. That means... Oh, my God. And they didn't start making the movie until after Mahershala Ali's character died. And he didn't want them to make the movie ever. He was pushing back to not let him make the movie. Ah, no shit. (laughs) 
Yeah, damn. Dude. Right? So, and I remember when dude, that was working fucking on. goddamn fucking, dude, that's just like greedy ass production companies. And those details were out there before the movie, before it won Best Picture. So people voted, white people voted knowing whatever, they didn't care. They didn't want to give it probably to something like Black Klansman, man. It's fucked, dude. That's fucked up. It feels like movies should be one of the places that should have been the most forward-thinking places that... They act like it. Fuck, dude. That makes me sick. Mm-hmm. I know. And it's crazy, man. We're talking about movies from years ago, and they're still relevant. And that's Black Klansman. He won best... He won a writing. Spike Lee won best writing for that movie. Best original, I think. At least you got something. There we go. Oh, fuck. You guys... Hey... What up, Billy? What have you guys been talking about? We're in the middle of our Black Klansman part. This is what we've been talking about. Ross is on, y'all. This is what we've been talking about, Ross, right here. We were just talking about Spike Lee movies in general, and I was telling him about how Black Klansman lost to the Green Book for Best Picture that year, and I was saying that movie should have won. And then I was telling him the whole history of the Green Book and how it was made up, basically. It wasn't real. What were we talking about before that, Luke? I was something I was telling you about... Oh, I was just relating it to Apocalypse Now. But, oh, and at the end, when Otis dies, he's like, madness. You know, he he says madness. Otis. uh, He's the dude that that had the the daughter that he didn't know about. Oh, right. Yeah, he lived. Yeah, yeah. I know you're talking about now. Clark Peters. I thought he was – he died at the end. Oh, wait. No, he did survive. Oh, well, he got – he got shot or whatever. He's like, madness. I know what you're talking about. You're talking about how when Eddie died, everything. Or, did he say it, or was it Eddie that said that shit? No, he said or Melvin. Otis said madness. He was oh, like, Otis said madness. He's like, madness. But he oh, didn't but die. He, he got shot. That's right. That's kind of like the same shit that Colonel Kurtz says when he's like, the horror, the horror, you know, like they're talking about just how, how fucked up everything has gotten. You know, how fucked up everything has gotten to that point and how deep into madness everyone's gone. And you kind of realize as the story goes along that these guys need to die in order for them, for the money to actually go to the right place. Because everyone's thinking in such, everyone's like thinking about, oh, this, I want this money. This money goes to me. But the original intent of fucking keeping it was to give it back to the community. So for that to happen, they need to die. Help the people. Yeah. Yeah, it was sad like that too, realizing. What I really loved about this movie and I thought was the biggest standout in the entire movie acting everything was Delroy Lindo's performance as Paul. His ascension of madness the entire movie, it was so well built up. And in the beginning, he seemed, there was their signs were there. You know, from the very beginning, he was saying crazy stuff. He was like a Trump supporter and he had, you could just tell he was so fucked up as a person that he became a Trump supporter just because the system had always in every way just messed with him. And his monologues were good. His monologues were so good. Crazy dude. (laughs) Crazy. That was mostly scripted, but he said that Spike Lee let him go off and do say some stuff, say whatever he wanted at some point in it. So a mix of writing and just fucking great improvisation, good acting, man. Good acting. That might be the best performance I've seen this year so far. It was so legit, dude, because he was just dripping in sweat, too. You know, like, oh, dude, I'd be fucking psychotic, too. I'd be tripping balls. <laughs> like, dude, you can see every fucking bead of sweat on his fucking head. 
And there was so, was that the only time in the movie where they switched to that first person? And he's talking to the camera. Yeah. yeah. And the whole time he thinks he's talking to Norma or whatever, man, dude, it was just, I guess he wasn't really breaking the fourth wall. It was more, he was talking, he thought he was talking to Norm, but damn dude. Yeah. That part of the movie, I was like, holy shit, this is some good filmmaking at this point. And actually, and like everything that was leading up to those monologues too, that whole probably like 20 minutes right before that, it was crazy. Right when I knew that some fool was going to blow up too, when they, they kept showing all the parts of the money and he was finding money everywhere and gold everywhere. The mo no, the moment that that chick said that she removed mines, I knew right then I was like, all right, someone's fucking dying in the jungle. Someone's getting blown the fuck up, dude. I knew that right away. And the entire, and then when he started walking backwards and shit and acting all hysterical, I'm like, all right, is it? He's gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was. I thought it was gonna be his son before okay, that. When yeah. he, I kept thinking that his son was gonna get get it. But damn. do you think their method for getting him off the landmine that would actually work, dude? I was thinking there's no gotta be no fucking way. I have no idea. I'm not gonna even say I'm an expert. But my logic is that it didn't fucking blow up right away. So maybe there's a slight possibility of somehow getting around it. Since you, dude, I'm thinking like right when you let off, it's you know like it's like fucking that. That's I don't know. Maybe that that's how it happened, dude. I was dude, I was tripping balls that whole scene. I was like, oh fuck! Get him off. <laughs> that was some good ass acting too by Paul the Delroy Lindo in that scene. Cause he just went from this crazy fucking nuts, insane dude tying everyone up to full control no. of the situation. Or was that backwards? He, he tied him up after. Oh, right. Okay. So, but even no, before that, remember he had the gun and he was going crazy on his, on everyone. Oh, on them. But that's before the mind sweeping people showed up. The part where it really took a turn in the movie was when they found the gun. When they found the gun, then it was after that. I was like, oh shit, man. There's no way they're going back to buddy, buddy. That was definitely a shift in the mood and kind of tensions building up, but I wasn't, it wasn't like, holy fuck, what the fuck is going on? Well, I was and just he saying, started tying people up. That's when I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> you thought that? <laughs> Dude, I wasn't too worried about when they found the gun. I know I'm saying even be, but before that is when Eddie blew up. That was the part I was like, holy shit, man, this movie's, <laughs> this movie's getting crazy. Okay. Yeah. When he blew up, that was fucking wild. <laughs> that was way after the gun. Mm-hmm. Not way after. I don't but, think it was know. way after. Wasn't that kind of like there was the gun, then they found the money. They found the gun, then the whole thing with the money, which was kind of a long time. Then they, So they were kind of reunited again. Then they're packing the money out, and then they sit down, you know, and then he starts tripping and fucking blows up. Okay. Not way after, but you know what I'm saying. It was, it was a little while after, a little bit after. Yeah, probably 20 minutes in the movie. But that part, too, where he ties everyone up was crazy, man. He's completely lost his shit. Had a feeling that they were all going to try to plot against him. Just take an opportunity when you can to get that gun. Because he was fully off his meds at that moment, man. Meds? That fool should be on meds. Are you sure? Wait, was that like reference in the movie? No, no. I'm just saying he should have oh. seen. He should have had. He definitely <laughs> had some. Yeah, Papa Xanax, guy. Chill out. Sit <laughs> down. <laughs> Delroy Lindo, he was saying that anytime that they filmed, as soon as the scene cut, and they didn't have to immediately do another another scene, like reenact, do the scene again, he would take off the Trump hat. He really argued with Spike Lee for a little bit about having, if it wasn't that important for his character to wear it, because he was just saying about how he's worried about his son seeing him wear that hat and everyone that he knows really? wearing it. Yeah. 
as a character. Yeah, yeah. He said, but he said he learned he grew to understand it that this guy has just had the whole world against him for so long that he just doesn't give a fuck about yeah. anything. Yeah. So anyway, what are we at? You got any more thoughts on that in there? No, I kind of said a lot of what I want to say. Well, you're talking about the explosion. I'm sorry. I don't know. Did you look into it at all to see if it was that that's how you get off of mine? I feel like he... I didn't fucking look at, look into it, but I was just curious what y'all were thinking. I don't know. I was thinking, I was tripping balls in that moment too. I was just sitting there like, holy shit. <laughs> is, is there, are they both going to blow up? Or is, that was intense scene for sure. That whole sequence was going crazy and it didn't feel like it was going to let up there for a while. I don't even know what those mines are called. Like foot mine, step mine, fucking what kind of mine is that? Well, I don't know. What's, I don't know if there's a specific name. I feel like that's a question. That's a you question. How to disarm a landmine after stepping on it. <laughs> Trip mine. Get a big ass rock and like sit it on it. That's what I was thinking too, was what if you just distributed the, but you couldn't move it all, right? They were worried that if you moved even a tiny bit, it would trip off. Yeah, I guess that wouldn't really work. <laughs> yeah, probably not. I would try it though. It just wouldn't work. Yeah, dude, fuck. Maybe there's just a historical version where someone, that's what they really did one time and it worked. And so it's like, all right, it might work one time out of hundreds. Now I'm reading up on <laughs> the thing with the explosions like that is it's usually the shockwave that kills you. Even if he got off and was yanked off a little bit, the shockwave usually when it hits you, fucks you up. The mine that they had in the movie was actually a fucking anti-tank mine, I think. What does that mean then? No, in real life, that mine wouldn't have even been tripped because it needs like a fuck ton of weight on it in order to be pressed down. This article says that when you first look at it, it looks like it's an M14 toe popper, which was American. Yeah, but what if a bunch of fucking... V oh, well then maybe an American fucking set that mine. This is like fucking 40 years later. Yeah, I'm reading, I'm sorry, I'm reading more about it because apparently it's from a book called Bloods, Black Veterans of the Vietnam War and Oral History. Oh, so this is fucking, so he adapted this from a book? I think a lot of these stories came out of that book that we're talking about right now, Bloods. That's what I'm saying. Like this movie yeah. was adapted from the book. Well, it was based, there was real life things that happened, but the characters aren't, you know, like they're, they're new characters, but some of their stories are tied back to people in real life. Yes. Okay. okay. Like this landmine story apparently is. Dude, I feel like I read somewhere that the Viet Cong used to shit and piss on a on the nails before they packed it into the mine. So when it blew up, it'd infect the fuck out of the person it blew up on. Damn. I swear to God, I read that somewhere. I don't know where that. Dude, that was a really good fucking scene. He did such a good job. Both of them. That was like the perfect concerned fucking like scared father. Like it says that what they did in real life is they tied a rope and including him, they, they had everyone yank from about 20 yards away. Damn. They, they snatched him 15 feet off the mine and said, holy fuck. So it's real. It could happen. Holy fuck. Maybe not with that same crew they had in, in the movie, but. Yeah, not with Fat Boy. Definitely not with Fat Boy. Right? Yeah, him too. Just randomly popping up, that actor. <laughs> but all these soldiers who are fit in their 20s, sounds like, yeah, probably could have been a possibility. Did you yanked him far enough? I guess, dude. Imagine just, dude, Damn, that shit would dude. hurt. 
I don't give a fuck, dude. It hurt worse than your leg blown off. Yeah, exactly. I'm down on a little bit of whiplash. You're thinking the whole time best case scenario is I might lose one leg. Imagine you on the mine. Oh my God, dude. I'd be tripping fucking balls. You'd be tripping, dude. Dude, I would literally be shaky. And then they save him off the mine. Yeah, and the whole time they're saying, don't move, man. You're just sitting there. Oh, dude. If you even sat here right now and tried not to move, it'd still be even not... And imagine just the the stress. God damn. That's what I'm saying, dude. I would be shaking. I'd be tripping. Yeah, right. That scene was good. I like that whole sequence. Danielle didn't like that she they kept tying him up and then untying them. What do you mean? Oh, like, the people? Yeah. Why? One at night. I don't know. She didn't think it was consistent. But I was thinking that you you can keep your eye on them and you got the gun on them the whole time when you're walking. It's not like they're going to try to really run off. Yeah, I agree. I just think about the ending scenes. The ending scene, no, I thought was good. I like how they finally killed that fucking French fuck. I had a feeling he might be something bigger in the story. Cause he's a big actor. He's been in a bunch, he's been in a couple of Spike Lee movies too. What do you mean bigger in the story? That he wasn't just gonna be in one scene and then they weren't ever gonna bring him back in. Like he was oh. the villain or whatever in the end. His credit, the way they had him written in the credits was pretty high. Is what I meant. So he got like a high building, high billing. I mean. Does that mean he got paid? You know, like when they do billing, usually it's kind of like by how featured you are, or how prominent or how important the character is in the story. And his was high up there for only being in like two parts of the movie when the credits were rolling at the beginning. And I was like, okay, so yeah, I wonder if he's going to be more, come back into the story somehow. No. And he just showed up in the end. I thought the chick was going to show up. <laughs> yeah, she was going to be the villain in the end for, yeah. le- for leaving a kid in Vietnam. Yeah, dude, that makes sense. Right, yeah. And she did give the gun to them and everything that maybe could have triggered everything. (laughs) Yeah, for real. Right, yeah. It was a good movie, though. I liked it overall. Good movie. About you, Ross, what'd you think? I liked it. I thought the beginning was, it wasn't as great as the rest of the movie, but overall it was was really good. Like you guys were saying, right from that scene with the mine, it was really tense from there on out. And Paul, the guy that played Paul, he... I agree. He gave a really good performance and it was really believable. Right. I was thinking that that was one of the best. I mean, it could be just a, because it's so fresh in my mind, but that was one of the best characters I've seen where people are portraying someone with PTSD. So believable. It felt so real. I haven't really seen a lot of characters portrayed with PTSD. I can't think of one. Or mental illness, anything. Like the other one that jumps to my mind from recency is Joker. Where like both characters, you can kind of see their path to why they, yeah, they're such a dark person. I'm trying to think of like PTSD, like, huh? I know it's hard to think of a, a, a movie where they portray that. Doesn't like, Tom Hanks have PTSD in Saving Private Ryan? No, Parkinson's. Oh, he is Parkinson's. Yeah, you're right. He probably has PTSD too, but not years later portrayal, I guess. Yeah, now maybe American Sniper. Yeah, I'm looking at the rest of these. Yeah, he, that was a fucking good performance. Either way, yeah, I'd say early Oscar contender in my mind. Yeah, well, I don't know, dude. It, that'll probably get forgotten about. Netflix bought a theater now to promote all their movies at the end of the year again, so they'll throw that in. But, dude, Netflix is so smart. Who runs that company? <laughs> smart motherfuckers. Damn. Yeah, they bought like one of those Hollywood theaters when it because Netflix is still killing it right now. Everyone's still watching their stuff. And all these theaters are going out of business. So they bought a classic Hollywood theater. I can't remember the name of it. 
And they're oh, just going to show all the movies at the end of the year in it. That's a good idea. Yeah, because when you have to have a certain amount of theaters that you come in for Oscar intention. But the thing is, I think it will be remembered because there's not going to be many movies that are going to come out this year. And it's so relevant with the time. Everything in that movie, it felt like, again, Sam is Black Klansman and a lot of his other movies, that it's a reflection on what's happening right now. So it was very timely. wonder if that's why they moved up the release date, too. Oh, that's got to be. It might have been because coronavirus was going to... Spike Lee makes a movie, dude. Like, Spike Lee is good at making fucking... Yeah, I know. He's a good filmmaker. It makes me want to go back and watch all of some of the other ones that I never got around to. What other movies has he made, Spike? You want the whole list? Yeah, I'm looking it up. Can do the right thing. I wonder what Spike Lee thought about... Oh, you guys didn't watch the Michael Jordan doc, did you? Nope. I watched a couple of episodes of it. Did you ever get to the episode where there was this big political push that they wanted Michael Jordan to get behind. He just said conservatives buy shoes too, or something like that. Republicans buy shoes too. Like I wonder what Spike Lee thought about that when he said, cause they're, they're good friends. Do the right thing was like his breakout movie. Probably wasn't a fan of that. <laughs> Damn inside man. That was a good movie too. I forgot about that one. Never seen that one. Oh fuck dude. Clive Owen Denzel. Good. Oh, he got game. That's a good movie, man. He's fucking when him and Denzel get together. Yeah. Did he do this movie? I'm checking. Yeah. Spike Lee. I've seen a few of his movies then for sure. That's like four or five now. He even got Ray Allen to be pretty good in that movie. I think that's good ass directing when you can get people who are not actors and have them put in great performances. Yeah. He's just good casting right there because he's playing his part. He's playing uh, somebody who's a, a top prospect going into college and dealing with that pressure. He wants to make a movie with Zion Williamson. Isn't it supposed to be a He Got Game sequel? Or like, Actually, you're right. I think it's supposed to be a sequel. Yeah, that's totally right. Yeah. I wonder how they do that. His son, I guess. I don't know. I haven't seen a lot of these other movies, but I'm gonna. Anyway, what else, Ross? What else do you think about the movie? I feel like me and Luke touched on a lot of a lot of our stuff so far. Some of the issues I had with the beginning were there is some weird cuts. And at first, I was really confused at how the lamb squad knew perfectly found out where they were, but I was thinking about it. And after Eddie blew up from that first mine, if they were nearby, since they had to have been nearby, since they were in the same village, they must've heard that bomb, that mine go off and then ran over. I bet, I bet that was it. Cause they were already in the vicinity and, and there's explosions going off. Yeah, for sure. They were on their tail pretty closely. Even after that, they had just shown them, Pretty much right behind them. Maybe they're even tracking. I'm not even sure entirely. No, wasn't it the? They were. They were tracking him at one point. No, that they, was like, split up. That was the VK. I thought, or not. They weren't Viet Cong, but they were just Vietnamese people there that said that they wanted the gold. You know what I'm talking about? They no, they for... were the guys working for Jean Reno. Yeah, they all were. I'm confused. Who are you? Who are you talking about? Oh, you're talking about the bomb yeah, squad. Yeah, Oh, the the white people. Yeah. Oh, okay. So I was confused at how they were like perfectly there, but I think they just heard that bomb and then ran over or the explosion. Probably, but then that's why he's out walking with his... Yeah, that's definitely, I think, what happened. Yeah. Overall, though, really good movie, I thought. And I liked the directing style where it was right on Paul's face and he was just giving him a monologue. That was really good. And it really gave him a chance to give a good performance in... Give him a lot of freedom with his acting right there. I thought that was cool. Right. Yeah, I agree. That's what I was saying, too. I love that part. 
I remember I was like, this guy's acting, acting right now. Holy shit. <laughs> Very good. And some of the times where he would just repeat shit, say, I'm that motherfucker. I'm the motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Going at it. I remember, yeah. I remember looking at Daniel and be like, damn, this guy's acting his ass off right now. Holy shit. Or when that was when I was thinking Oscar. Yeah. I saw the only thing I was thinking, I was like, this guy is going to get nominated for sure. Definitely. I don't know about best picture. It's obviously way too soon for all, any of this kind of talk. And they just moved it back two months for the Oscars anyway. So next year, the Oscars won't be till April 21st. So movies can come out until February. But dude, I was right there. I was For me, that's the best performance I've seen this year. Yeah, I can't it. think of anything better that I've seen anyways. Yeah, I thought they all did pretty good acting. They all felt... Like they had known each other their whole lives and were doing a really good job of that. I love the dancing scene in the bar. Just a bunch of old dudes. <laughs> Where they were all just, all four of them just rolling down the middle of the club. Yeah, and they're sing- they're, what song was it playing, man? It was so, like this catchy ass song. I can't remember. the R- R- Luke, you remember the name of that song? When they were in the club dancing, they were all walking down. And it was The light was all on them and they were all just going down a row. <laughs> I have no fucking clue. <laughs> what, all right, Ross, what else you got? I thought the score was pretty, it was really good too. That Marvin Gaye piece that was sung by Marvin Gaye for that movie was really good. Where there was no, it was just a vocal and it was the song was slowed down a little bit or the tempo. We mean, it was Marvin Gaye didn't sing that. Who was singing it? Wasn't it BJ the Chicago kid? That's what it sounded like to me. In the credits, it said special performance Marvin Gaye or something. Is he alive though? No, he's been dead for <laughs> even dead since the 80s. I didn't say that. Ross, what are you saying? I thought, okay, BJ the Chicago kid was singing. It sounded like it. Let me check, though. I know what part you're talking about. Who the fuck is that? You don't know who BJ Chicago? No, I don't know. Yeah, it was is. towards the end. He's he does the song he's featured on a lot of Chance Boy Rapper Q. songs. He's pretty good. He's got a good voice. Mm-hmm. I think he was in this movie. That's him? Yeah. Says he was in talks to join the movie. Actually, wait, I don't fucking know. I'm sorry, I have no idea. I thought it was sounded like him. I don't know who it was. Did you figure that out? But Marvin Gaye has definitely been dead for 40 years. <laughs> yeah, since maybe 84. if they have some of his music, yeah, for sure they looked it up. Something. But uh, cover. That's what I thought it was. But yeah, that part was really nice too, man. The, the music was good. The acting was really good. I enjoyed the story. I like too that they basically took what Spike Lee was. He found this script and it was all white version. And then he just took it and made it and added black history to it and turned all the characters and wrote that story that way. So he changed it and adapted something else. The makeup was bad. We, <laughs> we also, me and, yeah. Yeah. The, all the flashback scenes, they looked just like they were still old dudes. And then I was like, what, what the fuck? This was 50 years ago. They look almost the same. <laughs> for one Spike Lee said that they didn't get the budget they didn't get the Irishman budget to de-age everyone but what would you have done would you have recast maybe doing younger actors or what do you think well if they didn't have the budget to do it uh, they did a pretty pretty decent job because in a lot of the flashback scenes for a low budget they did a pretty pretty decent job because they just used dark lighting to kind of hide their facial features I thought they did a good job hiding it too because it when they were doing the flashbacks, it definitely felt like Marvin was the main character and they were all supporting characters to him. Chadwick Boseman's character. Norman, sorry. Norman's Norman? character. Yeah. Norman. Storm and Norman. I was confused. I was like, my bad. Mark. Yeah, Storm and Norman. He was good too. And yeah, I thought a lot of it felt kind of low budget towards the beginning, especially. 
it felt the, hel- the helicopter was bad but yeah that's yeah. i agree they couldn't they could have given our boys some more money but it was still a good movie and i didn't let that stuff take away from it because the second the story yeah the story was good and the second half of the movie was really good and there was some really good performances yeah so good movie what would you guys rate it just because of the beginning i don't know 85 maybe lower 80s you say low 80s mm-hmm. pretty good what are you saying, Luke or Ross? I also kind of thought that Paul killing Norman was kind of predictable. Paul killing Norman. You know, yeah, the friendly fire. Because the, the whole time it was showing flashbacks, they just kept saying how Norman died, but they never showed it. So I was like, all right. And then it, the whole time Paul had this, was just guilt-ridden, like way more so than the other soldiers. Yeah. I don't think it was supposed to be a big shocker, though, either. When there was the part where he was like, he's dead, we got to go. Oh, dude, something just happened. How would, how would they not realize what just went down? You know, they're just taking his word for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he had to live with that. That's why, and it made sense when he was saying stuff. He's like, you don't have to live with it like I have to and shit, you know? So that whole dream sequence, too, was cool when he was basically forgiving himself or getting forgiveness. And was, yeah, oh, his character, that guy's whole arc was really well done. And his relationship with his son, his son really cared about he him. He did. He loved him a lot. For and being then, such a shitty dad, too. Yeah. Blaming him for his mother's death. Fuck. Right? That's so fucked up, dude. Like, what is this baby? That is not his fault, man. Come on. I know you got to. I mean, it's kind of his fault. <laughs> <laughs> I know you got PTSD, man, but come on. You just setting your kid up to go through some stuff himself, have his own demons. That scene was really well done, too, when he was talking about how it was his own fault. I was like, dude, it's not. But shit, this guy's doing really good acting right here. I'm telling you, too, Ross, you should watch The Last Black Man in SF. He does a great performance in that okay. movie, too. Sure. What? Jo- Didn't Jonathan come Winters. Out, come out last year? Mm-hmm. It's on, like, it's on Luke, Do you know that black women are actually way more likely to miscarriage, have miscarriages statistically in the U.S.? In the U.S. or globally? Well, I don't know about globally, but uh, in the U.S. Is that like genetics or is no, that it's like... No, it's just, po- it's just worse access to healthcare. Mm. Yeah. Mm. It's worse healthcare. That sucks. Yeah. And to die in childbirth, both are more likely. By like a, a fucking crazy amount too. I don't remember the exact stati- the exact amount, so I don't want to say it. But it was it was quite a bit. Like an yeah. alarming... <laughs> Damn, that's crazy. Yeah, I mean, it's, it wasn't his fault, that's for sure, the kid. So he also was trying to secure some bags, but I don't did he get any money? I was kind of confused about who got money in the end, which family got money. Was that to the guy whose legs blown off, got blown off? I don't know, Norman. Yeah. And then the Black Lives oh, yeah, Matter yeah. group. Mm-hmm. There was like someone, some woman with a check though. And there was one, there was two other, a male and a female, and they're in a kitchen. She has a check. Right. Yeah. I don't know who they were. Maybe they're connected somehow to the, to the boys. And I liked when that guy, he jumped on the grenade too after saying he would never do that. Cool. Oh, he said that? I didn't even catch that. Beginning of the movie, he's like, I'll never fucking do that for one of you fools. (laughs) (laughs) No hesitation. As soon as he saw it, he's like, grenade, just fucking dove for it. That part was straight up. That's why I liked when we were talking, me and Luke were talking a little bit ago, we were saying, I thought it was jarring having them all old, but then it just made it feel, I still didn't like love it, but it, I got what he was trying to do. I thought was saying that 
they've just been living. They've never left this. They've been always stuck in this mentality and what has been affected them from this day that when they can just do the flashback, it's like they're the same person. Whereas like if you do flashbacks with younger people, maybe you can disassociate and say these were different. You know what I mean? Like you've grown yeah. up and stuff, but it was more saying they are still living this every day. That was maybe my yeah, take I on it. I kind of thought that, or I, I guess that wasn't my main thing. I thought maybe this, it was kind of, they didn't have the budget, but I, I would think about that as well. He did. He did say that we didn't get the money for all that kind of yeah. stuff too. Good improvisation though. I haven't read all the actors interviews to see the specific ones to see if they've been asked that question as well either though we'll see anyway anything else on this on this movie no would you rate it luke low 80s low 80s what about, what about you ross you first oh, so fresh in your mind fresh in my mind how do you feel right now you just watched it it ended so strong but i at in the first 40 minutes i was like man this is not looking that great but then just god it had a good ending i think it was probably like 80 85 84 84 yeah I'm going to probably give it like a high 80s, 88. That was pretty good for me. The only things that really bothered me were, really? yeah, I thought it was pretty good. Like I enjoyed all the buildup for the first hour. I thought it painted out all the characters and their background really well. And once I got past the jarringness of just them being in their old selves, I just, I really liked the, how the style, it felt like a different movie every time because you would change the camera and it was mm-hmm. very immersed in the whole world of it all. And I loved the scene where he was yelling at the chickens and that's when his, it really showed his sign of PTSD. And I was like, this is going to come back. And he's, he's, you know, this is going to come back, this scene specifically. Because before that, it wasn't really super prevalent how fucked up he was. And in that scene, I was like, oh shit, okay, this guy's really off his rockers. Even if his son flew out all the way out here, I didn't really realize it, I guess, or just really connect that, okay, this dude definitely needs to see someone. He needs counseling. He needs medication for sure. And you should probably not be in Vietnam. Like they should not let that fool come back with them. No way. No, that moment. That was bad for him. And dude, and the scene where he died too, that was a really good scene as well. Oh, they lit him up, dude. Oh my God. I forgot about that. (laughs) Dude, they would have cut his ass in half if that was real life. He would have been cut in half. Oh my God. They unloaded on that fool too. Yeah. And he was just, he was singing and he knew he was dead, man. You know, he was digging. He's like, it's it's definitely, you know, deep enough or whatever he said. Just so used to death. And yeah, man, it's a good movie. I really liked it. I Black Klansman, I thought was a better movie, but this is not saying that this was not, this was a great movie for me too. I don't think it's like, I don't know. I can't even say that because I haven't seen a lot of movies, but it's like if Black Klansman didn't win best picture, then I'm not sure if this one would win a best picture. You know, but I looking back, I do feel like Black Klansman probably should have won that year. Yeah, Black Klansman, it was just uh, more well-rounded than this movie. Yeah. Anytime you do de-aging or like trying to make old people look young, it's always just doesn't come off good. It and sucks, yeah. You when you see stuff that. like how the Will Smith movie, I haven't watched it, but just seeing the behind-the-scenes work and like how much money they put into his movie last year where he looks 23 years old, you have to put that kind of time into this stuff if you want to pull it off. And everything else, it's always looked kind of shaky. Like Irishmen look really bad in parts with de-aging, but it also just looks really bad having old guys. Doesn't look the best having <laughs> old ass people trying to be young. Yeah, you just need to fucking recast. Them, right, dude. yeah. And you flip over and you get the 
on the flip side, you have, let's say, the Furiosa movie that's coming out, and they're going to recast Charlize Theron, but it's she's still pretty young compared to all these other scenarios that they're comparing it to. Will Smith's 53, and his looked really good. Like If you guys look up the behind-the-scenes stuff and what they did, it's the first kind of movie to digitally recreate a person and have it look that good. It's how young he was looking there. It was really well done. From the trailers and stuff, I still haven't watched the movie because I heard it was horrible, but they said the, the, the VFX and everything that went into it was really well done and probably the future Gemini. of doing this. Gemini, man. Yeah. Yeah, I heard that movie was terrible. <laughs> Our boy D&D wrote that. No, one of them did. Benioff. Wasn't it really? Angley directed David Benioff wrote one of the versions. It went through like eight script rewrites. When I heard it went through eight, different writers adding stuff on i was like oh my god that script must be so bad it has to be and it's a script that had been floating around since the early 2000s it's crazy man D D ghost status i've been seeing clips pop up though from early seasons of game of thrones you know because i'm still putting all these game of thrones facts tweets out and shit and i see some clips man i'm like holy shit this was such good writing what happened this was so good the scene when they when they're in the this is so off topic, but just when they were, <laughs> <laughs> I miss Game of Thrones, man. Same. Um, the part where they were in the in the inn, and it's Arya and the Hound, and he's doing his speech, just like you're gonna die for some chickens, and he's like, someone is, and I was like, holy shit, man, that oh, is yeah. so good. And <laughs> before that, he was like, I'm gonna eat all the fucking chickens in here. Just it was so hound like and so well written for his character. Oh my god, I miss this shit, man. Oh fuck. I cannot wait for the prequels if they can if they can get this kind of quality of the earlier seasons and make every character so interesting and bro fuck I don't know especially when I keep reading all this stuff or this Targaryen series we're doing on the Patreon every time I read about it I'm like damn this character you could really do something with this guy like this guy is there's a lot of dimensions to them anyway off topic any more thoughts on the movie nope Pretty good. Yeah, I'm tired. Nine twenty, baby. I'm done. That's so good. All right, let's wrap Sorry it up. That. We got any Ross? We got any patrons? I'll check to see if we have any reviews. You do patrons. Are we gonna do the Targaryen shit tomorrow? You want to do another one? I'm down. Damn, we up to seventy three now. I know, bro. We fucking Fuck climbing, yeah. baby. I've been po- I've been promoting that shit. There you go. Got ten in the past week and a half. Shout out. Shout out 73 Patreoners. That's fucking awesome. All right. I can shout them out if I have them right here. Yeah, go for it. Did we already say uh, Weston Mangum? Weston Mangum. No, but shout out Weston, bro. Yeah, shout out Weston Mangum with an apple sign after. The last one um, I remember reading was Jarvis Oglesby. <laughs> Jarvis Oglesby. <laughs> Our guy. <laughs> I, I remember doing Dave DeGunnis too. <laughs> he's, he's never gonna fucking forget that. <laughs> we love you, Jarvis. Yeah, shout out, man. Thank you. Yeah. Just a proper lad. <laughs> Straight up. All right. Uh shout out to Zach Morris. Appreciate it. Yo, shout your... out to Zach, man. Yeah. Thank you. Oh worst Zach name Morris. ever. Zach. Is that the dude from the TV show? <laughs> Specifically Zachary. That's like Terrible name. Y'all never seen that show? Mm, bad. <laughs> no, I don't know what you're talking it's about. Saved by the about. Bell. Oh, Saved by the Bell? I've seen a couple episodes, but not a huge fan, really. Saved by the Bell? Isn't that like an yeah, 80s show? Like stuff. There's a guy, the main character's name is Zach Morris. 
off topic. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, on topic, but unrelated. Well, Zach, you're you're a little older, so <laughs> bad. Well, it's from how'd you know? I have. Well, honestly, I started learning about this show really because when we fandom, they're doing a reboot show. Danielle watch. Nah, she doesn't watch this one. It's from oh. 1989 and 1993. It might have been one of those that it would air on TV, like when Fresh Prince. Maybe that's why I've seen some stuff of it. Mm. Had that one dude, Mario Lopez, in it. You know who that is? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's, that's yeah. He's like, come up. He was like the jock in that show, wasn't he? I think they all were jocks. But, yeah, he was one mm. of the boys in it. Yeah. One of the football players. Yeah. Well, I didn't really watch it that much, but I remember his face. Fucking shredded. I remember. <laughs> yeah, he I was remember shredded. His- <laughs> uh, you're so full of shit. Dude, he was fucking juiced. Yeah. He was jacked. That's the nineties, man. They probably were all on on the juice. Roided. Damn, probably. That makes it his physique seem so much fucking worse now. <laughs> I remember seeing how jacked he was, and I'm like, damn, I hope I end up being that jacked. <laughs> he said, this is why you're disappointed. He said too high of expectations. Never got even close. <laughs> expectations were Never high. Even- <laughs> yeah, honestly, what's wrong with roids? Like Let's just fucking shoot up. Make your like, pee pee smaller. That's a myth. Yeah, make that's an urban legend. In. Is it? I don't think it was. I thought it like shrinks testosterone in your dick. Does it not? In your balls? I don't know. I thought it was your yeah, nuts. Yeah, nuts. You know what I mean? <laughs> I just made that shit up, but <laughs> I thought you were checking us, like <laughs> no. Doctor Ross over here. <laughs> Trying to get jacked though. I thought you were about to tell me you spent like four hours looking, reading, doing research on this. You trying to pump? You want to get a good pump on right now, bro? Yeah, no, sure. Whatever. I don't think HGH does that stuff. You could just do a little little HGH, whatever. I'm on the deer antler spray grind. Yeah, Ray Ray Lewis. <laughs> yeah. That shit is magical. I'm on that horny goat. Horny weed. Goat weed. <laughs> All right. Shout, uh, shout out to Yevon Camp Villalobos. I Damn, I did that. you read that right? Let me check. <laughs> Let me double. Havon. Yeah, what? Is it with an H? J A V O N. Havon Camp. No, J O B O N. It's got the double L's, so that's like the Y double sound. Double L's is the Y, yeah. V- Villalobos. That's why I'm thinking it's. What's his first J A V V O N? Here, I'm going to send a screenshot. So I think it's Havon Camp. Oh, Javon. Javon. I think it's Havon. Oh my god, we're butchering this poor boy's name. It's probably Javon. Here's Javon. Check the Dude, check the chat. It's not. Is he from America or is he from fucking? I don't somewhere know where else. he's from. I'm just all I have to go off is his name. Well, check the stats, Dennison. What does it <laughs> look, say? Look, look, look. Javon Camp Via Lobos. Javon Camp Villa Lobos. Dude, that sounds white as fuck. Your pronunciation. I know. I'm just trying to do it just to fuck with y'all. It's Javon. Havon. You do Jose. Jose Havon. Camp. Jesus. That's a Camp. white name. That's a we can yeah, okay, we know that. That's a white <laughs> fucking name. It's what probably Javon. What if he has two last names? Obviously he has two so last saying, names. Like from different cultures is what I meant to say, sorry. Yeah, but I Javon, come on. His Maybe name he's is got Javon. a white dad for camp and his mom. Honestly, this could be a girl too. We don't know. True. Havon Camp. Look at this other one. Estefania. Estefania. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
Let's give Estefania a proper shout out. Let's give both of them a proper shout out. Yeah. Estefania's way yeah. easier. Actually, Javon was not bad. That it's was not easy. Javon, Javon and Javon, it has to be. I'm with Javon yeah. train. Yeah. Dude. Come on, Javon, Jose. You're high, Luke. Juan. Jesus. You say Juan. Do you say it like, dude? Come Javon. on, that's, a, that's wrong. Jose. And in Spanish, jo- oh, dude, Jose, Jose Aldo, you're so such you insane. You're so <laughs> full of shit, dude. <laughs> it's true. I'm not wrong. You might yeah. have been one instance where they were like, "Fuck it, we're gonna do the the j sound." <laughs> they just say "fuck it." Yeah, I'm they're trying to be. They're, they're trying to be that one Hispanic family that was different. You know, like white people always spell all their fucking names wrong and weird. Yeah. Adding like extra ends on Lakin and Hayden, putting Y, you know, fucking stupid shit. Right. And they were like, well, we're going to do the J, hard J, just to be <laughs> different, even though it's not really different. You mean that? Hey? <laughs> exactly. There you go. Havan. <laughs> it's Joe <Jovan. laughs> Shout out to. He's <laughs> just text. Hey. <laughs> oh, dude. You. Think about oh, this. We, so should we should message Julian. Stats. I want to fucking message him, please. Oh, How shit. to say his name? Julian. 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 What if? What yeah, if Julian. Julian. You say Julian, nah, not yeah. Julian. Worse. It's because if you were born in America, you say it a different fucking way, dude. True, but we—that is a good point. We should probably message our boy. <laughs> Maybe you should message Julian and make sure that it's not Julian. Well, we probably should, honestly. Say say both versions. Of- <laughs> it's Javon, dude. I sort of fuck. Shout out to our editor, Julian. Shout out to Havon Camp Villalobos. Appreciate that. Respect. Your name is badass. <laughs> All right, your turn. Shout out to Javon Camp Villalobos. <laughs> so <Appreciate wrong>. it. <laughs> Villa. It's, that is. I guarantee. I guarantee you. it's Villalobos, though. I guarantee that the L's make a Y. Villalobos. Yeah. Villalobos. Right. Yeah. Okay. But Javon is Joe. <laughs> so yeah, do, do it again. Do that <laughs> one. We gotta have three. Shout out to Javon Camp Villalobos. <laughs> Are you sure it's not Via Lobos? Because the V is usually pronounced. Ah, you might v. be right. You might have to read it via in that Lobos. version too. Oh wait, we gotta do the rest of these shouts. Shout outs. <laughs> yeah, we do. Just two more. How they many got, more? They need the love too, you know. All right. How many? How many more? <laughs> like this is a bad thing. All right. Uh, sh- yeah, that'd be a good thing if we had a bunch more. I mean, we. Yeah, so, more still, better. Still pretty good though. Estefania Rojas, shout out to you. Thank you for the patron the donation appreciate that and then shout out to blake it's just blake but uh shout out to you all as well thank you shout out blake estefania shout out blake thank you all beyonce if you haven't signed up you can patreon.com slash none of the movie pod everyone's all these people are adding i think for the game of thrones targaryen series so y'all if you want to subscribe go to our patreon patreon.com slash not another movie pod we have eight episodes beyond <laughs> eight episodes all on the targaryen history already we just did one on targaryen <laughs> what the fuck all right i think i think we're good fools we can wrap it up any more shout outs <laughs> shout out julian j5music.com that's our guy shout Wait, out roberto 
Y'all got to finish the plug. Did I finish the plug? Uh, I don't know, but let's plug ourselves again. Follow us on Twitter. (laughs) You fucker, dude. (laughs) 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 You do it. You got to do the rest now. I'm done. No, you go. You go. (laughs) Got his ass. Got his ass. (laughs) Follow us on Twitter at NotMoviePod, at CultureCrave. Fuck, I think that's it, fellas. Leave us a rating. Leave us a review and rating on Apple. I think that's it, boys. All right. Later.